is a live Passover Seder on Facebook. Go to Risenstein on Facebook or the Victory Facebook page, and you can click on that and let us know where you're listening. Folks from all over the world, literally all over the world, watching this Facebook Live event. And we wanted to say hi to some folks, uh, Brandy, Tammy, uh, listening or watching in Cape Coral, Florida, moved from Sugar Hill six months ago, but still listen to Victory every single day. Wow. And, and Brandy, yes, I think that was from, from Graham Cook. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. And Philip uh, Revolution chiming in big time. Lots of folks watching from our church. Looking forward to, to Easter with them. Oh, sweet. We're actually having a War Hill tonight at 7 o'clock. Oh, that's We're right. A, uh, that's right. Live service. Mm-hmm. Joe and Christian mm-hmm. going to be there. Mm-hmm. Are you playing, uh, Michaela? No? Okay. She's handling Facebook Live, but sh- no more bass tonight. No. No bass tonight. Hey, I also want to say hey to my friend Deanna, who is listening in China. What? Wow. <laughs> or watching in China. <laughs> Unless she's wow. here on vacation. Unless she's back <laughs> home for some reason. <laughs> okay, wow. well, well then, then China is now the leader in the clubhouse. Oh, there you go. Oh, it was Abu Dhabi was the furthest uh, person sure. away watching. Sorry, Teresa. Eventually, everyone has to lose. So we are at the last official part of the Passover Seder. Of course, this continues on because we have a a God who rose again from the grave. So the Feast of First Fruits also plays a part in this Passover. It's part of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which just goes... Officially eight days, but the the feast is seven days. But because you take the yeast out one day earlier, it's really eight days. But the fourth cup is the cup of praise, the cup of restoration. The cup corresponds to the verse, I will take you to be my people. Mm-hmm. And at this time of the Last Supper, the word says when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Of course, we're giving you plenty of hymns on the radio here. And it said, you will all fall away. Jesus told them, for it's written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. But after I've risen, I'll go ahead of you into Galilee. How many of those 12 went to Galilee? Zero. <laughs> Not one of them would. They they got the striking the shepherd. They were confused about would he rise again. And they just hid out in a, in a room and they missed some of the most profound events that we'll talk about in the next few breaks. So fourth cup, the cup of praise, the cup of restoration. Take a drink that. We're doing that live. We are. Okay, so I want you to go back now just to get a feeling for how the Passover typically ends and how it ended that night. In Egypt, the firstborn were going to die. Even in the Jewish homes, you got to think there's a little bit of fear. You killed a lamb. You know it's a, it's one of the greater gods to to Egypt. You've killed it at, in, on the on the middle of the month. You, you've done everything that you shouldn't have, and now you've smeared blood. It's blood all over your door. So you got to figure you've offended a lot of Egyptians either way. So you're going to bed knowing that a death angel, the destroyer, is coming. So if you're the firstborn, would you have slept with a de- death angel in town? <laughs> Probably, Probably not. not. No, no, no. If you were a mom, would you have slept that night? Mm-hmm. This watch night became a tradition to stay up all night and pray. So... Exodus 12, and it came to pass at the end of the 430 years on that very same day, it came to pass that all the armies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. Notice, after you take the Passover lamb, you go from a slave to an army. When you take Jesus into your life, 
It's you are the army of God. Wow. You are born again. You're in, you're a saint. You're going to ride back with him and revelation tells your story. You become that's the next thing you do on the a lion. spiritual level. Yeah, you come back with the lion of Judah. Yeah. And I mean, it's a very profound step there, but of course, you got to see it in the scriptures. So it says it's a night of solemn observance to the Lord for bringing them out of the land of Egypt. And for us, that's out of this world. This is that night of the Lord, a solemn observance for all the children of Israel throughout their generations. So you could imagine they go out to the Garden of Gethsemane um, and he says, could you not tarry even one hour? Because they're supposed to stay up all night and pray. Jesus asked them to keep watch with him because the death angel was coming for him later on the cross. He is the firstborn. He changes the watch night service. You're supposed to stay in the room. You're not supposed to leave the house. But he takes them to the garden to wait for the death angel to come for him. He preaches. He prays. They all fall asleep except him. None of them are the oldest son, obviously. The guards are coming to take him to his death. Why did he change the tradition? After closing the Passover dinner, Jesus had to leave the city because the atonement lamb's body was always offered up to God outside the city walls. Mm. He could stay inside the city walls. So, you but to fulfill the to, to fulfill the scripture to be yeah. the Passover lamb, he couldn't stay. Wow. He had to leave. Mm. So, the fifth cup is not one we drink, it's the one that's right there in the middle of the uh the it's not really a table, but it's our middle part of our setup here. It's the cup of Elijah, the silent cup. And the reason you do that, Elijah was one of the few people that didn't die. He was taken by God to heaven. We similarly await the possibility of a rapture. I, we could guess most of us will die. We just don't know the ending. So some of us could not die. But you literally go and you open the door and you're praying for revival, which is one of the things I love so much. It says, I will send you the prophet Elijah before that great and dreadful day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, hearts of the children to their fathers. Mm. And, of course, we remember Jesus saying of John the Baptist, for all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, if you're willing to accept that he is the Elijah who has to come, he who has ears, let him hear. So tonight in every Jewish home, they'll go, they'll open the door for Elijah who has already come. But that said, there is the, the, the second coming of Jesus Christ is coming in such a way that when you open that door, you're asking him to be to make you that to make you that prophet, to make you that uh, anointed one that goes out and sees the reality of the end times being real. So uh, John the Baptist, ironically, was born around Passover uh, Jesus six months later. So he would have been in the fall feasts, not at Christmas time. Tradition is to say next year. In, in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And uh, the conclusion of it is saying the benediction. Remember, there's four kinds of prayer. And it is the uh, most common blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord deal kindly and graciously with you. May the Lord bestow his favor upon you and grant you peace. Mm -hmm. As I said, this doesn't end it for us, for we have several more breaks because the resurrection. The Feast of Unleavened Bread continues for eight days. Yeah, well, there's still seven more to go. Feast of Unleavened Bread begins the day after Passover. You remove it the day before. It's celebrated for one week. And it took a week, about a week, to get to the Red Sea where they camped. So the logic behind it was they really weren't going to be able to make bread for about a week. You get rid of all of the leaven in the house. There's no bread. So this doing this, whether you do it or not, is just representation of living your life without sin, saying, God, I want to do this. Help me to do this. Give me grace to do this. 
We're going to step into the Feast of First Fruits when we come back and talk about Jesus in Hades. What he did is that he descended preaching to the captives. We're going to break that down for you next. And we want to say hi to folks watching on Facebook Live, Francine in Boca Raton, Florida. Sweet. Pamela is also in Florida, in Miami, but she splits her time between Miami and Scotland, where she listens to Risenstein wow. from 11 a.m. to 3 wow. p.m. Wow. Every day. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> Go to the Facebook page, uh, Rise and Stein on Facebook, or Victory 91.5's Facebook page, and click on the Facebook Live link. There's more. It's a live Passover Seder with Ray Haynes on Victory 91.5.